Welcome to Amiga Ireland. I'm Irla. I'm Rob. I'm Luke. And this is the episode that was supposed to be recorded at Amiga Ireland that just happened in Ireland just last <laughs> week, actually. But um, the episode didn't get recorded because somebody forgot to press record. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was my job. <laughs> it, it happens sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe the, button, the record button wasn't, you know, like red enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, all I can say in my defense is I had a lot on my mind at that particular moment in time. And uh, although on the surface it looks like it's my fault, if you look a little bit deeper, it's actually Luke's fault. Yes. It's definitely yeah. my fault. <laughs> because <laughs> if you were there, I would have pressed. I would have pressed the button then. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm still recovering anyway from the last event, and I haven't even finished unpacking um, everything we brought to the venue. But we had a fantastic <laughs> event. There were some great people there, and I'm seeing some great video footage and photography and um, articles coming out. It's really heartwarming to see that, and everybody's so determined to make it back for next year. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's, it's amazing seeing all the different uh, messages popping up and notifications popping up on Twitter and Facebook and uh, you know all 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 this. It's, and it's still rolling in a week later. It's it's. Uh, obviously very popular <laughs> I'm really glad the party was a like a major success and I'm hoping to turn up next year yeah, fingers Fantastic. crossed fingers crossed yeah I, I, I think Luke uh, you are going to either come the easy way or the hard way next year <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see <laughs> okay um, yeah, so if you um, don't know what we're talking about, go to amigausers.ie slash media and check out some of the great photography and videos that have been taken. And um, we're going to go through um, the podcast uh, a bit a bit more quickly than uh, last time, because whoever's at the event has heard uh, some of this already. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, how have you two guys been doing? Um, I, I'm all right. And I said it before and I say it now, I'm still... Uh, flat out with uh, Amiga related stuff which is a nice way to be but uh, you know, keep keeping me busy every every spare minute I get is uh, kind of being taken up by various projects and repairs and stuff so there you go keeping busy what about you Luke? and I've been trying to set up some goals for the upcoming year you know like um, schedule things and uh, prepare myself for for the upcoming year so uh, we'll see how it goes that's that's the case okay let's move on to the news First up is uh, something I missed at Christmas time, which is FriendUp have had a new release. Uh, version 1.1 has been made available and um, they've improved browser compliance um, with um, a different brow esoteric browsers like Microsoft Edge. They've made updates to their GUI and uh, they've added new file system drivers, including WebDAV, SSHFS, um, SambaFS and loads more. And we link to the show, um, release notes and you can see it. Artstate Digital, um, which comes up with the name Andrzej Wilk, has released a new demo, uh, which is actually available now. The demo is called City Limits, and I think it's it's a really nice uh, 
and pretty stylish uh, demo by uh, his old uh, group uh, called Powerhouse. And if you like demo scene and you like the old school demo scene, like from the the uh, late ni- uh, late eighties uh, or early nineties, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy that uh, that production. Amiga Future magazine is twenty years old at the moment, and uh, that, that's uh, got a ho- whole total of uh, 130 magazine issues so far. And that's you know that's that's amazing and still going strong and still full of some you know pretty pretty great news and reviews and all that kind of stuff and of course my programming tutorials but yeah it's great to see yeah yeah i love uh, i love the amiga future roots that it's back from the time when i was still actually using dabbing in amiga yeah um a debug a commercial debugger for motorola 68000 processors for amiga has now been open sourced and it's on github um the French magazine Amiga News published a test of it in October 1991, and we link to that as well. A new version of Amimod Radio has been released. Amimod Radio is a program uh, thanks to which you can listen to your uh, modules, actually downloading them, actually listening them online, which is pretty nifty, I must say, and pretty handy if you if you like music and if you like listening to mods from games or from demo scene. Enjoy it. It is worth checking. Absolutely, I haven't checked it out since the very early version, but uh, it is—it's a great idea, and it, it, yeah. it just connects to Aminet and downloads downloads yeah, the mods yeah, from there. That's the thing. Brilliant. That's the thing. Yeah. And the Witcher 500i accelerator, which is uh, for the Amiga 500, um, that has had a firmware update and also the, a hardware add-on for it uh, has been released, which can uh, decode MP3s. So this this will let you play play mp3s excellent quality on your amiga 500 and uh, that's that's uh yeah it's like so similar to the mass player kind of idea but you know a dedicated hardware decoder uh which is great as well and after some uh, after quite some time um there's a new release of amiga cloud handlers actually uh by norbert cat a hungarian programmer um dropbox and google drive on amiga um again just a bug fixed version and a little bit of support but it's still really nice to see norbert uh being active on amiga scene uh so uh if your Amiga is online, go check it, download it, and experiment with it. It's good to see some, you know, like uh, modern stuff on your, our classic Amigas. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a few updates for uh, some, well, what I would consider almost essential pieces of software. So first off, uh, Reddit, which is fast becoming my favorite lightweight editor. Uh, it's it's almost like almost like Ed, but not a nice editor, and it's uh, it runs on everything from uh, Workbench one point two up. Um, that's had a few bug fixes, and you know it's getting better all the time. And also uh, Tor, the, the various Tor programs like Load Resident and the MMU libraries. That whole that whole suite of uh, of uh, software has been updated again with new uh, uh, with bug fixes and uh, you know sort of support for new. Um, uh, you know, new configurations. Dizzy Torrent has been updated, as far as I know, and uh, that you know that sort of sixty-eight k uh, BitTorrent uh, client, which is uh, which is great. Okay, let's move on to the games. 
Hold and Modify posted a download link for a lovely looking game that's still in development. It's called Highway Sprint and it's a new project by Aeroc. Uh, and it's a multiplayer game for OCS Amigas with one meg of RAM. Um, it's beautiful. It looks like a modern iOS game. Um, and uh, we've got a link to the tweet that has the picture and the information and stuff. Okay, System 3 have announced that uh, they've, got, they've got some big plans for this year coming. And uh, so they've, they've given some sneak peeks to the their remake of The Last Ninja. And so that's, um, that's coming down the line along with some other remakes of their classic games. Uh, Starfish by the New Dimension was released on Christmas Day for uh, C64. Um, the game looks pretty good and uh, have a look. If you like it, then try it. If you don't, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the shoot 'em up construction kit competition for 2018 has been announced Um, so most people will remember it from the Commodore 64 and the Amiga days where it allows you to kind of create graphics and um, make a game without having to program and it doesn't even have to be a shooting game you you just have to use the kit to enter and submit so we've got the link and um, in the show notes and if you're interested in putting a little game together for some fun it might be a nice hobby Else We Get Mad is a, a new game that's been released recently. Uh, that's kind of a, a, a sort of a uh, Streets of Rage kind of game, you know, sort of a side-scrolling uh, beat-em-up, uh, which is, you know, it's in a particular style by the, I can't remember the guy's name, but, uh, you know, it's, these, it's very, very nice pixel pixelated graphics, uh, you know, lovely, lovely, and lovely particular distinctive art style that he has. Um, so that's well worth checking out if, if that's your thing. And Vintage is the New Old has compiled a list of 2017 game releases for Amiga, C64 and even some other systems. And we've got the link to that. Um, Well done to Kitty and the team there. It's a really good list. Um, There are 48 releases for Amiga on the list and 67 for other Commodore machines like the 64, 128, Commodore 16 and the VIC-20. So, um, yeah, go and take a look. It's a great recap of the year in, in games. And now it's time for our discoveries. So while browsing the internet, I found an interesting site, and actually an article about uh, BBSs. Um, The site presents seven modern BBSs worth calling today. And if you have, you know, like an Amiga uh, connected to to your uh, Wi-Fi modem or a 64 uh, Commodore connected to your Wi-Fi modem, this might be an interesting site to check and to call these BBSs, actually. Lovely. And uh, a Kickstarter for the new uh, Amiga 500 cases is being prepared. So the cases for the 1200 machines have been already released and you can get some beautiful colour combinations of cases with keycaps. And um, you can go and look at their website now and you can see that there's a Kickstarter being uh, it's in the incubation period. You can't um, pledge yet, but it's being worked on. And thanks to Lambda Calculus on AmigaLove.com for tipping me off to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, some VIC-20 news and there's a, a the V'ger 20 expansion is in development at the moment and that is a, a kind of a general purpose expansion for the VIC-20 and it's a massive uh, massive thing and it's, it's an FPGA based uh, device and what it will do is it'll give a full you know mu- you know a higher resolution output uh, 
for you know only for software that will use it but uh, it gives you you know an assembler and debugger and a, a lot of stuff for for making using the vic 20 a lot more sort of well a lot easier uh, especially developing on the vic 20 but it's it's kind of because it's an fpga it's you know it's, you can add a lot of fe- extra features to it uh, as time goes on so it's well worth keeping an eye on if, if you have a vic 20 lying around nice yeah it's really cool to see something for the vic 20 and um, Amiga City Radio is a website that is streaming Amiga music constantly. And uh, we've got the link to that uh, in the show notes as well. And it's a nice uh, companion to Slay Radio, which plays the SIDS. A developer uh, that goes by the name uh, Brightlight uh, posted a non-playable demo of his port of Wolfenstein 3D for an Amiga 500 plus 1 megabyte uh, of RAM, which looks really, really um, impressive in my opinion. Um, the link to all the details and a uh, link to the download uh, will be in the show notes. That came out of a sort of a a heated debate over whether it would be possible or not and someone has just decided to right here I'll show them <laughs> yeah that's really good because so you know is, yeah. there is a Macintosh port uh, which looks really nice there is an Atari ST port that's pretty decent I must say and uh, if it comes to Amiga, yeah, there is a port as well. But I, as far as I remember, it requires O20 or O30 to run, yeah, yeah. which is uh, which is a uh, pretty steep. And now Wolfenstein 3D, I think, is not a very demanding game actually. And as far as I remember, I the first time mm. I played it, it was like uh, on two eight six, yeah, mm. with one megabyte of RAM. So uh, yeah, yeah. See the, the the problem is that the uh, the Amiga is kind of hobbled with the planar graphics, and that's, yeah, I know that makes these things slow. So even a simple game like Wolfenstein needs extra power to kind of yeah. to overcome the limitations and to brute force it, if you like. So it's not like a, it's a sort of a, a port is a strong word. It's more like a complete rewrite from scratch in in ter- in terms of favor the Amiga. But it looks really really impressive. It in does, my opinion. yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of the way. Back in back in those days, or even back in the eighties, ports used to be like that. As in, you say it's a port, but in reality, it's two separate games that just happen to look the same. Yeah. And you know, so because they're totally different platforms, and everything would be so different about them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so C sixty four Television is uh, you know a YouTube YouTube channel, and they have a Twitch account as well and they're, they're streaming c64 games online which is uh which is you know a bizarre thing to to think about even but it's yeah it's great um andrew kennett sends a link to an interesting site um and the site is um www.amigapublicdomain.com it's a site when you can find um different sorts of uh, public domain games and if you like that sort of you know like a um, archives or archaeology um, I'm pretty sure you'll find a lot of interesting things down there this has been kind of possible for a while but it's you know it's, it's interesting to, uh, to to know that you can actually mount ADF images directly in Linux and access them as a uh, you know access the files on them and it's kind of their their instructions in the thread and we link to that thread now but um, yeah it's it's kind of like it actually just works like like um, you know, like mounting any other image in in Linux, uh, and uh, it's had like FFS support for quite a while now. Actually, Linux has, but yeah, it's it it can mount it as a device, and it's great. 
to uh, you know just you know if, especially if you're you know using a you know a Linux machine as a, as a an Amiga emulator setup or whatever. And uh, this tip came in from Vicky Lee and Alana Kelly. So thanks to both of you for putting this onto this. GameDevelopers.ie is a volunteer-run project that exists to help local game developers, both inside and outside of the industry, to network, communicate and publicise their work. They promote training, events, diversity and more. And um, I discovered uh, just in the last uh, day or two that the... Outrun port that was running on uh, Craig Harrison's Vampire at the Amiga Ireland event was actually created by Modern Vintage Gamer, the YouTuber. I had no idea that um, he paid ported software. Yeah. And uh, there is a C64 PSU replacement project that will cost you a total of 35 US dollars, which is by Perry Frantic Retro Recipes. That's a YouTube channel. And um, he gets a few parts together and he talks about, you know, the existing offerings. Like if you want to get a new brick, it can cost you up to 100. Um, and then some of the old ones are likely to fry or, you know, they're likely to start sending out high voltages and damage your machine. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting video and uh, the link is in the show notes. And that means it's time for the community events. Well, um, Amiga Ireland has wrapped up and you can go to amigausers.ie slash media to see um, some of the photos and videos and get a sense of what's been happening. Sensible Blogger and Miss Mad Lemon have put up um, some pretty good stuff as well. And next year's plans have begun already. And um, on top of everything that's on the schedule for this year, which you can see at the website, uh, one new introduction is going to be um, a workshop to install Aros on your laptop or on your in a virtual machine and get it convert, um, configured and Neil Caffrey is going to run that so we're going to have more workshops than you can shake a stick at <laughs> by next year yeah that'll be that'll be brilliant now so we have a, 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 an Amiga event in Glasgow for the first time in a while and that's going to happen now on the 3rd of February which is only a couple of days time uh, so that's uh, looking forward to that uh, it's probably going to be a, a fairly small affair but uh, you know we'll have a actually a lot of machines it seems that everyone seems to be bringing two or three machines to this thing so it could be uh, could be quite interesting if uh, if, if you want to have a look at you know uh, various different uh, modifications of Amigas and different you know uh, from stock stuff all the way up to some pretty heavily expanded stuff that we have here so uh, yeah looking forward to that that's going to be uh, it should be should be good yeah best of luck to you best of luck to you Rob <laughs> cheers sure maybe see you there next year Absolutely. I wanted to go this year, but um, after after the event, we just had funds are on the slightly on the low side. But. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be partying home. Poland is about to begin on the 2nd of February. And um, the link will be in the show notes. And this time, all effort has been focused on good fun, entertainment, game tournaments, night karaoke, hardware presentations, and... I'm pretty sure if you are actually in Poland and you've never been to Army Party, I highly recommend it. And I, I if, 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 if you have time and money and uh, good, good sense of humor, just visit <laughs> and uh, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, and uh, thanks to all the, the Polish visitors that came to Amiga Ireland <laughs> this year. Yeah, the, we would, the, Polish we the, favor. the Polish corner seems to be growing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. 
So it's <laughs> quite an impressive turnout, all right. Yeah, and it was one of the one of the, one of their guys in the final of uh, the sensible soccer tournament, which is uh, you know. So he had a you know the Polish the versus the Irish. <laughs> so, yeah, good. I'm really glad then. Mm-hmm. Okay, ask Amiga. Right. Well, uh, this question was uh, it came up a little while ago uh, with someone asking how to change the file attributes from the shell. So they were trying to trying to sort something out there, uh, basically to make to make a file executable, um, using just you just using the Amiga shell because obviously you can do that from, you know, uh, right click and the icon information window, but uh, yeah, the shell actually has a com- command called protect, and this lets you uh, specify a file name or a pattern, so you can you can change a whole bunch of files at the same time, and uh, and tell it which which flags to give the file. But you can also use uh, plus or minus to just modify just the specified flags and leave the rest of them alone. Uh, so, and a little bit of background on on the flags. You've got it, it eight bits. There's one. There's one byte put aside in every file for the protection bits. Uh, so that's eight bits, and those bits are labeled HSPA or WED. So the the second four are uh, the, the common ones that kind of most people will know about. So there's or WED, a read, readable, writable, executable, and deletable, and they're kind of they kind of self-explanatory, really. You know, so if if it, if a program doesn't have the E bit set, you won't be able to run it, and uh, and if a file doesn't have the D bit set, then you won't be able to delete it. Very simple. So um, the other four are a little less well known. Uh, so you've got HSPA. So uh, first of all, we start going the other way. So A is archived. And what happens with that is that um, that bit is cleared by Amiga DOS every time a file is accessed. So if you set the A bit and then you um, modify the file, it's automatically cleared and gone away. And that is very, very useful for backup programs because they can see if the A bit is still set. If they set the A bit when they do their backup and the A bit is still set, they can they know that it hasn't been touched since they last saw it and will leave it alone. And um, that makes for you know a nice efficient backups without having to worry about file dates and things like that. Um, P- uh, S is for script, and so if you if you you don't have to strictly have that bit set for things like Amiga DOS scripts and AREX scripts, um, because you can use the execute command to execute a script anyway, but if you set the script, you can run the command as a, or you can run the script as a command. So, you know, you just have to type the name of the command and it will run almost like it's an executable if the S bit and the E bit are set. And um, P is for pure. And what that means is that the code is re-entrant. Um, essentially means the code kind of doesn't interfere with itself. It's all, it can, it works perfectly as a standalone, um, as a standalone code. And that means that the uh, it can be made resident, which uh, which allows Amiga, Amiga the Amiga DOS to hold it in memory and not have to load it each time the uh, each time the command is called. Um, somewhat related to that is the H flag. Now a lot of people misinterpret that as hidden, but Amiga DOS doesn't really have any concept of hidden files. Uh, and now some file systems do that, but as a rule, Amiga DOS doesn't support hi- hidden files. Um, whereas in Workbench, as an aside, they're hidden if you don't have an icon, and that's that's kind of the way around it. That's the alternative take. But um, it, the H in in normal terms actually stands for hold, and what that means is that it lets Amiga DOS 
keep the file, the program in memory. So, uh, so if let's let's say you have to set the pure flag as well, but if you have let's say the copy command and you set the h flag, the first time you type copy to copy something, it will load the program from disk and run it. But then the second time you type copy, it won't have to load it again because it's after holding it in memory from the last time. So it's it's actually quite useful if you're especially on floppy only systems, which is kind of the intention. So that you know, so that you don't have to keep on entering, inserting the workbench disk again when you're running commands in the shell. I actually knew nothing about these attributes. It's really interesting. <laughs> and yeah, and they're they're a little bit, you know, they, they kind of get lost because they're they're unique to Amiga, or you know, the the exact sort of meanings of them are unique to Amiga. So sometimes they get translated badly from other file systems like if you if you take mm-hmm. some files from um from a windows drive or something like that or you've got a win uae setup and you're sharing a folder between windows and and the amiga side it'll be a fat32 folder or it'll be equivalent to you know something like that and it won't have the exact same flags so file systems do try to take a best guess at it and try try to you know interpret it but sometimes you know you might find that some certain implementations might set the h flag if it's hidden whereas in fact that's totally wrong um or uh, you know, and usually the the A bit is sometimes inverted because in Windows the archive bit is the opposite meaning, as in the bit is set when a file is, has been modified. Um, but to get around that, actually, this is I'm rambling on a bit here. But to get around that, in Amiga, if you actually look at the raw data on the disk, the RWED bits are are negative. So of the eight bits there, so read, write, execute, execute, and delete are all active if the bit is zero. And the reasoning for that is it's the most common or it's the easiest way to deal with files is to have RWED. It means it'll work in most most cases. And it means that if there are no flags assigned, it defaults to RWED, which is, which is what most files do. So mm-hmm. usually when you copy something over, it turns up as RWED. And that works for the majority of things, but not for everything. Okay, yeah, I think that's what happened to this person. I think they uh, extracted the archive on a Windows machine and then copied the things over and lost their executable bit. But thanks for explaining, Rob. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. And it's common, actually. You get a lot of people uh, saying, oh, I, I, you know, I downloaded this archive, didn't work. And it's because they unpacked it on Windows or copied it with Windows. Well, we've got uh, some feedback. Um, I have to make a retraction from our last podcast <laughs> episode. Um, in our last episode, I said that Peter of Sorden.ie um, goes to visit his friend in England at least once a year, and they play the whole. They spend the whole weekend playing settlers, uh, drinking a few cans together. So I got a message from, <laughs> on SoundCloud. It's actually a few bottles of vodka rather than beer uh, that we are drinking when playing settlers. <laughs> smiley face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> these these details matter. So um, and we care. So and, there you go. <laughs> and, and after after seeing him in action at the uh, at the Amiga Ireland thing, I don't doubt it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, um, Peter had a crazy priest on display, and um, the last time he was at Amiga Ireland, we saw it in development, but he had it finished, and he there was some great multiplayer. I so many people were um, rating that game so highly, it went down really well at the event, and you can download that from Sordan.ie as well, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and from Aninet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it from us. And uh, we're going to take a little break uh, for ourselves because we've been really busy after uh, between <laughs> the event and all kinds of things. So um, this is the February episode. <clears throat> 
and normally what would happen is uh, two weeks later an interview is released so we're going to actually skip the interview this month then the beginning of March normally we on the first Thursday we have a normal episode like this we're going to skip that as well and we're going to come back to you with the interview mid-March so until then thanks for tuning into us and uh, we'll be nice and refreshed in March I hope anyway (laughs) that's the plan see you then okay take care bye bye we're going to play out with uh, another song by Banjo Gaiali, and this time it's Monkey Island, the scum bar theme. Amiga Future is uh, 120 u- or <laughs> <laughs> Someone's had a long week. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs>